Back in the studio, everybody. Here we are. Um, yeah. Um, we're all here. We're all here. We're all yep. here. Uh, good, good to see Glenn. So there's one thing that's a little bit different. I'd like to just address it right away. Mm-hmm. Rob, you, you, Rob, you shaved your head. I, I have. I had a vivid dream last night that I had shaved my own head. And it's very surreal that you walked in here with a shaved head this morning. It could be that we have an E.T. Elliot. There's a psychic connection there. Yes, yes. I felt the shaving of your head and it went into my subconscious and haunted me in my dream. Actually, I liked how it looked in my dream. Did I feel the three beers you had at like uh, eight o'clock? You might have felt them. Mm -hmm. And I think it was more than three. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at eight, it was about three. (sighs) So three deep at eight? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's probably about right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, guys. Um, What's up, Glenn? Do you want to stick your dicks in my mouth? Not yet. No, I mean... Maybe later. Why would you say that? Just a thought. Um, I I did shave my head. I did have my, my head uh, shaved for... Uh, I'm doing a... Just like Glenn, I've, I'm doing a hair bit for a for a role in the ah. in the show that I do for Apple called Mr. Quest and we needed a, a Mr. completely look Quest. Mr. Mr. Quest the mystery yeah, Quest. Quest you were doing a Mr. Quest thing a Mr. and Quest, yeah. you shaved your head for it well yes you had a reason I, need, I needed it. a new look but also if I'm being dead honest I just wanted to mix it up mm-hmm. I just wanted to mix it up sometimes I like to do impulsive things and yeah. and shave my head yeah man I get summer's coming you know yeah. like uh, feels starting to feel warm yeah and I also like, I look start. at these, I got, I'm wearing like a new style of shoe, which I don't think you, I've seen you wear versions of this. I, I have think that they same exact nice. shoe. Yeah. yeah. Which like, uh, like a, during a press thing, someone, sure. someone was like, Hey, you'll look a little sharper in a all white shoe. Like, well, this. I had and some, I had somebody dress me for some, some silly event. And she said, she's a very good stylist. And yeah. she said, no more of these uh, Air Jordans you're wearing. I said, why? She said, cause you're not 14 year old child. Oh, Mm. Well, she said you're gonna look you're gonna look like a guy who I, I like that i came in here and you don't know if i'm gonna do a podcast or go bowling you know yeah. at any given moment mm-hmm. or a rally some mm-hmm. sort of rally yeah that's the problem with the yeah. shade of yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the white sneaker tells me that you're not gonna go to a rally which is nice <laughs> since i feel safer the white sneaker tells me that you think you think that you're you're pretty soon you're gonna be headed up to meet whoever you believe your God to be. Yeah. yeah oh that's yeah. Right, that's well, right. if I had like a nice little pe- like a hair piece in the back, that's what I was thinking. I saw might a dad nice. at, my, at my school uh, at, at graduation who had a little, like had a shave, had shaved his head, but kept mm-hmm. a little rat tail and dyed it bright yellow. Okay. And he had a big beard fantastic. going too. And it, yeah, it looked pretty fantastic. Yeah. I gotta say, I couldn't do it myself, but I mean, I could, but I'd, I would need an excuse. Like it's for a part. Yeah. Now, what was mm-hmm. his? It's just, he he was just going for a look. Is he a Harry Krishna? Because that's the Harry Krishna. And now he's like an awesome chef. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah fucking around. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it was Mi- cool. Mixing it up. It was cool. Uh, I also saw you... Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, yeah. How's Dwayne doing? He looks fucking great, man. Really? Holy shit. Yeah. Muscular, huh? I feel like he works out or something. <laughs> um, I, I had a thing that happened to me this morning. So I went to uh, make a piece of toast. Do you guys remember Carbs? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys probably haven't had it a long time, but I was gonna have a piece of toast, and I went, I, I pulled it out, I like put it between my teeth, and I was tying up the bag, and then the smell of the bread was like aluminum, so like mm-hmm. something in mm-hmm. the bag was moldy, mm-hmm. and I got freaked out that I had the moldy bread in my mouth, on my lips, and my tongue. Mm. So I grabbed some whiskey. Yeah, yeah, and I swilled it around. Yeah, 
Just yeah, to, that's the move. Just to that kill, like vodka, something to yeah. kill, kill the bad well, guys. Wait, right? let me talk about whiskey for a second because mm-hmm. t- so Todd Bierman, who is one of our directors on on Sunny and also Mythic Quest, I was just in a wedding at a wedding with him in Texas, oh. and Texas, it's a free for all in Texas, of course, which is what's great about Texas. And we, mm-hmm. we were at this We've hotel, discussed Texas, sure, sure, and we were having a blast, and we were packed full of people all over all over this uh, hotel, all over the city, really. And Todd and I then traveled back together and we were sitting next to each other for a good four hours. And those airplanes are loud. So we're screaming into each other's faces, having a conversation on the way home. We also happen to be drinking bourbon. Oh, because I love why sitting not? next to you guys. I love sitting next to guys like you on an airplane. Well, hey, no, it's just screaming the, across the aisle at each other. No, no, we were sitting right next to each other. And what I mean by screaming is just that the plane was loud and we were having a conversation. Yeah, yeah. The point I'm trying to make is that okay. we, we were very close when we were having the conversation. Uh-huh. And yeah. then um, yeah. Todd came home and he popped hot for COVID. He popped now, hot. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be directing um, the uh, the episode of MythQuest. Mm-hmm. That's why Meg's not here because she had to step in and direct the episode. I couldn't because I'm not allowed to set because I was in proximity to somebody who tested oh. positive. However, I've since taken three tests and I'm negative. And I'm, I'm actually going to um, credit the bourbon with that. Now, I don't have the science to, to, to back this up. Also, could the bourbon have killed killed the COVID on the way? We just don't know. Mouth? There's so much we just don't know. No. You know? Um, if that was true, I th- feel like the island of Ireland would have never gotten COVID, but it did. So probably not. Did they? No, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they did. Are you, be- are you believing the mainstream media these days, Charlie? Because. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I get all my information from my own subconscious. Fair. Glenn, you're looking great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I um, I guess I, I don't know. I just felt like wearing a collared shirt today and uh, making my mouth so that you guys could stick your dick in it whenever you wanted. I mean, I, I was just that, just like you know, how when you wake up and you have a certain feeling, you're like, what am I going to wear today? Mm-hmm. What do I, what do I want to project? You know what I mean? What do I want the world to see me as? So who, you know, do I want to, you know, where do I want a dick to go? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you just sort of act accordingly. You dress accordingly, mm-hmm. and you you formulate your mouth a certain way because you want to you know, be, you, you either invite that sort of thing or, or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. That was the thinking there, but, um, it, it is great to finally be back in the studio with you guys. I will say I, yeah. I uh, I missed seeing you in person. That's good. I agree. Um, I'm so happy to be back and, in this yeah. studio. I guess for the, for the, for the non creeps, for the listeners, we should say that Glenn is back in the studio, but in a very specific way. His, yes. bo- his yeah. body is held, uh, very still. Mm-hmm. His mouth is in uh, penis receiving shape. Mm-hmm. Oh, it doesn't have to be a penis. It could be receiving any anything, really. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just anything round. Anything, anything you could jam round, anything could, in there. Put know. a golf ball in there because sure. it's kind of funny. Sure. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, put a ping pong ball in there. You have a you have like a rubbery uh, look to your skin, mm-hmm. um, but not, not too mm-hmm. rubbery. You know, I think uh, in a dark room, you'd really give someone a start. Why do they call I'll tell it you what, it feels like you walk around, you walk around LA and, um, you know, you, you, you start to, I never saw myself as someone who would get, you know, the amount of plastic surgery that I've had. Uh, look at that, look at that work. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm now at a point where I've Botoxed so much that I can't even move. Well, Mm -hmm. you've taken plastic surgery to a new level and replaced your body with plastic Mm -hmm. completely. Yes. Yeah. Plastic's durable and, uh, it lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as, as we can see by, uh, by the oceans. 
and you know uh, you can't get and top gun maverick forever now. have you guys seen top gun maverick oh yeah uh, it's no. fucking awesome yeah yeah i can't wait because you know what you know what's entertaining mm. uh planes going 700 miles an hour and then blowing things up yeah uh do you notice how they didn't name any enemy oh, they yeah. were saying very clear the bad guy very clear. The bad guy has is in, enriching their uranium. Are <laughs> oh, serious? That, that is so. That's literally exactly like our last lethal weapon episode, where we're like, don't name a yeah. don't name yeah. a specific don't name uh, a certain market. Of the world. Don't name a certain. Do market. not upset yeah, yeah, a certain yeah, yeah. market. Don't, don't, don't upset any markets. The bad guy is in, enriching their uranium. We have to get in there. And so uh, I kept leaning over to Mary Elizabeth during the big action sequences, being like, "They're in Canada. The bad, the bad, <laughs> look at all the snow. The bad guy's Canada." What were they implying? Was it Russia? It's hard to say. They were. They really were being nondescript. That topography's in China. That topography's in. I mean, there North was like, Korea. I feel like there was desert, and then there was snow, and yeah. then um, they, they wanted to cover all their bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cover all the bases. Yeah, and you couldn't see. I think any of the all the all the guys in the in the in the opposing airplanes. You couldn't see. They had masks. No, you couldn't. They see. did have sort of very uh, Cold War kind of decals mm. on their planes. You know. Um, yeah, but I think they were suggesting that those were bought those that those were relics oh, bought uh -huh. by the former so soviet union i think yeah. they covered every base they yeah. possibly could. it was are you guys fucking kidding me it's literally exactly what we did on in the lethal weapon yes. yeah and they were yeah. like we just we we're gonna make this as vague as possible and it's still a good movie you don't even oh, know who uh, fighting but, buddy not only is it good it's the same exact movie that they made the first time the the same exact yeah. movie. well and it's but the, and they leaned all the way into it tom cruise looks fantastic he does he does. Tom Cruise is a, is a different. I don't know that he's human, right? He's maybe he's not. Uh, human. Yeah, who knows what the heck he's doing? But like, but it's working. Yeah, I don't look at his face and and think, wow, he's got as much plastic surgery as Glenn has. Yeah, look at all that work. Um, but you know what is also speaking of where where to put penises? Mm -hmm. uh, bums are making a mess all over the city. Wow. And uh, okay, I was not when we when I knew that this was the episode we were going to be talking about uh -huh. and I, and I <laughs> popped it on last night. And again, just to remind everybody, I have not seen these episodes in well over a decade. Yeah. I remember, I remember distinctly disliking this episode at the time, thinking we went too far with the costumes. Mm -hmm. We went too far with, with the, the silliness, and the... with the parody. And, um, it was just getting a little bit off the rails and I watched it and thought it was one of the funniest episodes we've <laughs> ever done. I absolutely agree. Yeah. I watched that fucking thing and I was like, oh my God, there's a freedom to the storytelling which that we have, which is to, to be like, basically, whatever we think is going to be fucking funny works, right? So whether it's the cat, who by the way, it was so hot in that cop car in Philly, the cat's mouth is wide open because it's panting out of its mouth, something I've never seen a well, cat do. It's like, it's like heavy breathing. So, yeah. I, as I recall, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, because I was thinking about this too. I think we shot the interior cop car stuff in downtown LA and then we shot the exterior cop car stuff in Philly. So I believe we actually shot that in downtown LA, but it was, I do know it was the dead of summer, wherever it was. And you are right. Cats don't generally pant unless they are just like beyond hot. So you can, if you look, you can see we're all sweating. Like we're all very you know, we're glistening with sweat in that, in that scene. You know what? Was, You're probably right. That probably was downtown LA. Cause we would not have brought the cat and the cat trainer to Philly. Right. Right. That would have right. been like a, That's right. a, an extra cost that wasn't necessary. Right. We would have been like, well, we I mean, we could have, we can, we can shoot all the cat stuff in LA. And I do remember how careful we were with that cat. 
and oh, and, yeah. and uh, there's obviously there's there's all sorts of regulations about how you are to be treating animals on set and they're there for a good reason and we were very very careful about that that health that the cat's safety so much so that i remember the joke at the end was that he gets mm-hmm. agent jack bauer gets blown to safety from the car yeah and we couldn't mm-hmm. even we just wanted to just not even throw the cat, just lightly place just him. Just have him drop from the top of the frame down. Drop. Exactly. A cat will jump off a bookshelf and land on its feet, no problem. Yes. So like, yes. So we're like, can it can it drop from above lens height? In fact, how about we don't drop it? We just let the cat stand on an elevated platform, no higher than a table, and we'll just hold a treat and he yeah, can just it, jump it down, jumps down to get and do his own one thing. But they were very, it was, I remember being very strict. And if you look I, at that shot, he, he barely falls from, it just looks like he's placed there. You know, I, 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 I was, I was so it. beyond frustrated when we were shooting that because I had owned cats my whole life. And chucked and I them felt all like over I the place. I fucking I no, used I to just, throw cats I, across I the room. That's fine. A cat loves being chucked around. Yeah. Charlie chops cats. I, chop cat, chuck cat. Well, no. But a cat, a cat, yeah, a cat. A cat can jump. A cat can jump from a two-story window and be fine. Yeah. You know what I mean. And I felt like I was like, these are you guys are cat trainers, and I feel like you don't understand cats at all. You don't. You don't get it. You don't understand what they're capable of. And uh, it was just so frustrating because. But but we did specific. We didn't actually want like what you were talking about, Rob. Because mm-hmm. if a cat jumps on its own, it's going to land on its front feet first, and then it's going to plop down on its. We wanted it to land on all four feet at the same time. So we literally just said. We put the camera as low as we could possibly put it. We just were like, let it just drop it from not even a foot. I mean, it was like it was like a foot and a half. The way that you would place a cat almost the way that you would move your cat from, say, a table you didn't want him on. You just wanted to put him on the ground the way that everybody puts drops their cat. They don't throw it to the ground like a baseball, but they also don't just carefully place him down. We were being very respectful to 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 the animal. I wasn't. Now, I will say watching it, I'd forgotten about that moment. And when I saw like the cat with like the smoke coming off of it or whatever, which we must have added in post. Right. I don't know how we did that. But like, uh, uh, I got a chuckle out it of it. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I, I was more watching that to be like, oh, what was the original joke? I bet that I was trying to push for that we just blow the cat up. <laughs> <laughs> And then we were like, uh, or the network was like, ah, it's too much. I can't remember, but that I like, sounds right to me. Yeah, my instinct was like, no, I, I, I think right from the beginning we were like, we were survives, like, this cat can survive. This cat can survive anything. It can yeah, survive I mean, anything. And then at the, the end, he, but yeah, I feel, yeah, yeah. I do believe that Charlie's sense of humor, at least at one point, would have said, well, isn't it? more isn't it funnier that we're setting up that he that he will survive anything and then the and final then he won't moment is he won't, yeah, find, yeah, yeah, he yeah, won't yeah. survive a car blowing up yeah yeah I, I can see that the guy that we buy the cat from the expression he gives when we say when you say and throw in that cat <laughs> it's the oddest look but he's like you know you're like mm-hmm. what like is the you know is the cop car for sale it's like everything's for sale and we're like we'll take it and throw in that cat and he gives like this little like Happy look that he's finally selling the cat is amazing. Well, let's start from the beginning because the opening scene has uh, is Danny's good friend Tracy. Yep, Tracy, uh, who's been in a lot of movies. Uh, Most famously, I famously I think Batman. Batman is like the Joker's henchman. Yeah, uh, Bob. Bob. I think the Bob. character's name is Bob. Is that right? Yeah, and Tracy's been in a million movies for Repo Man, and you know he's just been around forever. Yeah, and he was Danny's friend. Yep, and he wanted to be on the show and we said you want, you want to be a masturbating bum he's like sure 
who but, gets beat up. And um, one of those, I remember one of those uh, trash cans that Caitlin is hitting him with. Yeah. That was an actual trash can. And they had not, either the, either they had not switched it out. Or she grabbed the wrong or one. Or she grabbed the wrong yeah, one. One was a rubber lid them. and one was a metal lid. And she picks up the metal lid and then bam. Yeah, and and he on. goes like, whoa, 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 whoa. What kind of show is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this a student film? Yeah, yeah. Hey, can we, give me a stunt guy for this. Yeah, exactly. Well, no. I, what ha no, what happened was they did have a stunt guy. If you watch the episode, it's a stunt guy. It's a stunt guy and he's getting hit with a rubber thing. And then when they switched it out, because I think, um, you know, Jerry wanted to get uh, one shot so that you could actually see uh, Tracy's face. Mm -hmm. And so it was a different setup. And, and I believe, uh, you know, they just forgot to place the prop in the right place or maybe Caitlin grabbed the wrong trash can lid. But yeah, she bashes him with an actual trash she can. She bashed lid. him up good. And I, it's in, it's in the, it's in the outtakes. I think yeah. it's in the, the season yeah. three bloopers. Mm -hmm. like and I'm wearing, this is the episode yeah. where I'm wearing a t-shirt as an homage to Jerry, who was our director. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And that t-shirt, you remember what it says? Something Dick knows. What are you looking what at, you, Dick knows? What are you looking at, Dick knows? But the best part of it is that there's no question mark at the end. So it's a question, right. but it's more of a statement. What are you looking at, yes. Dick knows? And that's that's taken verbatim mm. from the movie Teen Wolf. Mm -hmm. That is right. Uh, mm -hmm. Jerry Levine's character, Styles uh, wears a t-shirt, albeit not sleeveless, I don't think, um, in the movie Teen Wolf that says, what are you looking at, Dick knows? And uh, yeah, so that was a, a tribute to our director. Yeah, I remember finding Teen Wolf disturbing as a kid. Like sure. just like seeing sure. the trailers and being like, ah, I feel yeah. I'm, I'm uncomfortable with the hairy face. Well, why is it that somebody turns into a wolf and they can play basketball? I don't better know. than everybody because I don't know that wolves are you good know, at basketball. I would not. I have a theory about that. No, okay. I would not think a wolf. I have a theory about that about, um, about why a wolf would be good at basketball. Mm, no, here's here's well, you're not wrong. First of all. But if I were to have to justify it, what I would say is, and maybe if I was in those, you know, production meetings back in the eighties, having that conversation and snorting line after line <laughs> of cocaine, as we were discussing these ideas, I would have said, I think I would have said, well, it's not that the wolf, it's not that a wolf is better at basketball. It's that he would be that good at basketball if he had the physical prowess of a wolf. Mm. In other words, Michael J. Fox's ah. character is actually a good basketball player. He's just small and weak. Uh -huh. If he had the body of a werewolf, he would be able to do all of the things. It's like the that, fly. Uh, it's know, like the fly yeah, where yeah, Jeff yeah, Goldblum, yeah, yeah. Sure. right? Yes. He has the mega yeah, strength yeah, yeah, of a yeah, fly. Yeah, yeah, you can also oh, okay. melt your food by vomiting on yeah. it. Yeah, I believe it also That's made right. him very yes. popular with the ladies. Now that was an odd one. That was <laughs> that, yeah, confusing. I don't, I don't really. That's see confusing. How that, yeah. That's confusing. No, but Harry Men Everywhere, Harry Men Everywhere watched that movie and they were like, see? You know, and the women were still like, I don't see. Um, guys, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. I think we have too. I think we've talked about Team Wolf. Yes. This is the problem. We ask Meg, she's not even here. She's not even we here. ask her to cut it. Again, I've mentioned this on the podcast, I know, but she doesn't cut it. And now that then we look like assholes. Because we've already had this conversation, but we spend so much time together. We don't know what we're talking about. I don't about. know. We don't know. Well, let's get back to the episode. One thing I really love was the pacing. Oh, yeah? I love the pacing of the episode. We move so quickly from scene to scene to scene. Mm. It feels very economical. It's 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 light, right? Like all we, we buy a cop car and we want to drive around in it and get free hot dogs. Mm -hmm. uh, we all just start taking it too far in our own specific ways. Mm -hmm. uh, you and Caitlin want to clean up the streets because we have someone masturbating in, an, in our alley, mm -hmm. and that's it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Um, the 
the joke of the cops dropping you off in the bad neighborhood and then the gunshot <laughs> and everyone scattering is great. Yeah. Like, and then the, the, the taking it the next level when you say, and this, I do feel like we've talked about on the show, but like, about like, Hey, this guy doesn't, we got to get out of here. Let's find someone who looks we, safe. We very clearly say we are in an African-American neighborhood, which is a bad neighborhood from this, these characters' point of view. And then and then you're watching it going, oh, well, you, okay, that's well, very no, specific No, you say statement. you're in a, like a lower socioeconomic yeah, African-American yeah. neighborhood. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. said. <laughs> but that's what sets up the joke that's coming. Yeah, that's what sets up the joke, which yeah. is that then you walk right past the nice looking man and you go to your dad who's playing the crackhead. Yeah. And he pulls a gun on you. And we suggest that these characters believe that this is a bad neighborhood simply because if they're That is a great way to do a joke about racism, about these characters' racist perspective on where Mm -hmm. they are. Um, Yes, and and that is my actual dad. And that is your actual Who is playing the crackhead. I guess he's a crackhead. We don't know if he's a crackhead. Maybe he's a meth head. He's clearly on drugs of some sort. Yeah. And he points the gun up at us yeah that's my dad and gives you a big uh big disgusting toothy smile yeah uh which i gotta say was uh you know i his performance in that moment is pretty terrific did he, you say did, he, did, he, did he do a little bit of acting when he was younger did he do some plays or something well did i don't say think he so. did or he played I, joseph in the uh yeah or, um, joseph in the amazing, amazing technical or drink coat no just like some kind of like church thing oh probably. You know, probably right probably yeah yeah, mm-hmm. no, I don't. I don't think he had any back. He doesn't have any background, and he's just a. He was he was game. There were a lot of actors in this episode that were from Philly. Yeah, like the kid that we kind of mug um, for jaywalking was like a Philly actor, and then uh, the hot dog guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or the or maybe from New York that came in, but uh, but either way, they were East Coasters. That's for sure. They might have been from New York, but I feel like we did like Philly casting sessions back in the day more often. We did, but Glenn's cop character is so great. Glenn's cop and those glasses. Uh, so great. That was, yeah, that and was fun. They that did was, a movie that jammed everybody that. up. Like eight years later, and yeah, ja- get, getting jammed up, that was taken sh- straight from NYPD Blue. I was really? obsessed with NYPD right. Blue. Yeah, and yeah. all they talked about was getting jammed up and jamming each other up, and I don't want to jam you up. And that just felt like good cop <laughs> uh-huh. talk. So um, a few years later, they did a movie called Let's Be Cops. The Jake Johnson movie. Yes, with Damon Wayans Jr. And they essentially just found a cop car started driving around and started getting treated like cops. So then they decided that they were going to act like cops and right. get all the stuff. And I remember when the movie came out and we all said, this is, we did this episode. We did this exact episode and now they're making a movie out of it. And it was an independent movie, but it, it, I think it made some money for them and it, yeah, it did pretty, it, yeah, well, it did pretty well. And everybody's saying, you're stupid, you're stupid. Well, then I ran into Jake a few years. In fact, I worked with Jake a few years ago and I brought that up to him and he goes, oh yeah, I think the writers saw that episode and thought it was funny. They should just make a whole movie about it. <laughs> it might not be too late to sue. Shall we? It might not be too late to sue. Yeah. Yeah, let's get litigious. We, should we get litigious? Yeah. I I would be I let's would get litigious. I would be afraid we would be opening ourselves up um to those same lawsuits. All right, the, I, yeah, forget. I mean, I literally yeah, just yeah. said we stole the jamming the jamming <laughs> stuff up from NYPD. I mean, everybody Blue, so. steals. That's the thing. That's, That's the, the thing. thing. We're it's all like... stealing. All right, gang. Charlie forgot to cash this stack of checks on his keyboard, and now he's lost a small fortune. Mm-hmm. And you know, here's the thing. I just haven't been feeling like walking to the bank for the last like 10 years or so. Did you know that there's such a thing as mobile deposit now? Yeah, yeah, but that's a lot of work too. And then uh, there's an app, there's passwords, you know, it's too much. Uh-huh. 
But today you can help Charlie recoup his keyboard money with this ad from our friends at Shopify. Mm-hmm. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So now any type of business can sell goods and services digitally, synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed, including startups, upstarts, and established businesses. Look, scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. But I personally love how Shopify has the tools and resources to make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Whoa, it's more than a store, okay? Shopify grows with you. You can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. This is possibility, and it's powered by Shopify. So go to shopify.com slash sunny, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Guys, go ahead and grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash sunny right now. That's shopify.com slash sunny. Let's talk about the music of this episode. The music of this episode makes this episode work. And we were well, still... It was, another, it was just another case of us doing something very broad and then and then the music, leaning into it all the way. And the music yeah, like we get in the that. editing room and we're using our usual like... And it's not, you know, cutting together, right? Yeah. It doesn't feel right. And we start digging around and we find this sort of like 70s Serpico-esque like cop music. And suddenly it's just stitching the whole thing together in a great way. And I, I do miss the, I watched that episode and there's an innocence to what we're doing that I really miss. And by innocence, I just mean like a lack of experience in a good way, which is that we don't know what the show is yet. We don't know what works or what doesn't work. And we're kind of like, well, maybe this will be funny. Mm -hmm. And then it is, which is good. It played pretty well. Played pretty well. I, I kind of want to, Put my finger inside Glenn's mouth. That's, I was just thinking the same thing. You were telling that story, and I was. And you're looking I, at I'm his looking mouth, at Glenn. I'm thinking. And I wanna... it, it hasn't moved for however long we've been talking. You want to put your thumb in there? I, I, not my thumb. It's waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. You want to? You want to put something private in there? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm looking around for something to put in there, like a cigar or something that we could. But you oh, know, a cigar would be fun. Would you like a cigar? <laughs> I don't know that we have access to. Are you getting thirsty at some point? How 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 deep does it go? Well, put your thumb in there. I'll take the mic with me here. Hang on. Or I can use his mic. Yeah, you can use his mic. Yeah. Is that hot? Is that a hot mic? Yeah, Yeah. it's hot mic. All right, I'm gonna stick my finger. Oh wow! More than oh, buddy, that goes into your brain. It goes all the way back. That's right. Yeah. Hold on. So that guy. Oh my god! That sucker's functional. Oh God. Yeah. I'm. Oh yeah. Sorry about that, Glenn. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. You're Sorry. Right. <laughs> you okay? No, it's okay. It's all right. I asked for it. I'm asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> that was very specifically. <laughs> that was designed for something. Oh, yeah. A couple of things about this episode. Um, I don't know if you guys recall, but that opening sequence with Tracy masturbating and us just standing there watching him was not the original uh, opening sequence of the of the episode. And we completely oh, this rings cut a, it that this way. This rings a bell. This mm-hmm. rings a bell. What yeah. was the original scene? I, is some of it in the bloopers? Yeah, there, there would have had to have been a lot of dialogue, a conversation about what we were seeing. And we probably got yes. to the editing okay, room so and realized it was, there was no, no words necessary. Yeah, so the scene was there. Right. Right, so the scene of you yes, guys running yes. into him, but you were probably saying X, Y, Z, and he was making noises, and then mm-hmm. we just landed on silence. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, when Tracy, you know, kind of looks up at us and gives us that big smile, uh, it's just, I laughed my ass off and I knew yeah. I was in for a ride. I very <laughs> much enjoyed that. Yeah, same. I liked every once in a while to picture some of the episodes that people, that has to have been the first episode that somebody saw at some point. Right. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of somebody sitting down and saying, I heard about this weird show that my friends are telling me about. And some people hate it and some people love it. I got to just check this out and watching that for the first time and just being so utterly confused. I, I always think it's funny mm -hmm. when people are like, go to watch our show for the first time. And it's, it must just be like, taking a bottle of vodka, just pouring it down someone's throat and just be like, ah, you're going to, you may or may not like this at some point, I, but here it comes. I absolutely hate when people who don't, who meet me, who say, I've heard of your show from my kids or my family or my friends, but I've never actually seen it, but I want to start. Can you tell me which episodes I should start with? I have no answer to that. I have no answer. Yeah. To what's it. the I entry know, point? I don't know. What's, what's the entry, the entry point? point? It's different for everybody. It's different, it's for, different everybody for everybody. Because everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, watch season five. Just start with season yeah, five. Yeah, sometimes I just watch season five and go back. I don't know. That's I, I actually agree with you, Charlie. I, I I feel like at this point, you know, but again, that's that's with my that's with my sensibilities now. Yeah, um, that's right. Because I think and, at a certain point I probably would have said season three, but I, I I think now I would be scared to say season three because I feel like it's it's a little too crazy to start with. Um and season five I feel like is really solid. I don't know. Yeah, well, I feel start like start at the beginning. Go, go Maybe, ride. yeah. I mean, either way, I feel I feel like the your mouth would be a metaphor for that experience as well, which is you just got to open up wide and whatever gets shoved take in, in, you got to take. Take it in and don't fight against it. You got to take it. I mean, you can just turn it off. Yeah, he can't. But well, no, he can. He can. He, he can. can. He can. He was designed yeah. that way. Yeah, he was designed that uh, way. There's a great uh, one of my favorite lines in the episode. But if he's uh, truly right after that, oh, episode. sorry. But if if he's oh. truly designed mm -hmm. after Dennis Reynolds, his design should not be about my satisfaction at all so in right. in some ways this doll is getting what it wants i'm sorry this, this but it wasn't designed person. by me it was designed by mac oh it was designed by mac that's true that's true to replace me if it was a if, if it was an accurate representation your pleasure yes. would not it, be it, no you're right if i all. had designed it if I had designed it, um, there'd be a little razor be blade about, down that mouth, and that would be like, <laughs> well, we, all about it. It wouldn't be about sick and twisted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be a vessel for someone else's pleasure. No, not at all. Not administering. At all. I'd be administering pleasure and justice, <laughs> justice. <laughs> often at the same time. Um, justice. One of the um, one of the best lines in the episode. It makes me laugh so hard. And it's such a throwaway line after we walk in after the opening title sequence and we're telling you, Charlie, and um, we're telling Charlie and, and Frank, uh, you know, there's that there's a masturbating bum in the alley. And Charlie's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that guy. <laughs> but the best line is, is uh, I think it, I don't know if it's me that come, I think I come in and I go, there's a bum masturbating in the alley. And and Danny goes, Danny goes masturbating bums are bad for business uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. as if that's something that needs to be said like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like he's teaching us a lesson in that moment as if there could be some confusion you know as if as if we're about to have a debate as to whether that's good for business or not he's yeah. just gonna get like right off the bat yeah, listen guys i need to Gotta teach go. you something i need to teach you something masturbating bums in the alley are bad for business uh that that shit made me laugh i think for our uh listeners and creeps who are young aspiring filmmakers uh, or TV makers or whatever, what have you, uh, TikTokers. Um, it's probably nice to know that I would say 
85% of the time, what we set out to do doesn't totally work out, right? We've written something and we've shot something. We get into the editing room and it, for whatever reason, it doesn't work, right? And then we have to find, okay, oh, we, this type of music completely radically changes the episode and makes it work. Or, oh, this scene doesn't work, but let's just have the guy masturbating in silence. And it's it's so interesting how it is that over and over and over again for all 15 years, mm-hmm. you know, there's no sort of blueprint for it. it's going every now and then we walk in and we're like, wow, this thing's pretty much tight top to bottom. Let's do a couple of tweaks and call it a day. But it's super rare. Well, one thing that I've noticed is that I, I now have the ability to watch a cut of say Mr. Quest or whatever show it might be. And I can watch the cut and pretty AP much. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's, AP what? AP bio. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. Um, I, I could watch a cut of something. He's although talking about something he did in school. Oh, well, if you want to send it my way, I can give you notes on it. Yeah, it's like a student film. No. Um, anyway, I, I, I think we all have this abilities that you can look at a cut now and see, pretty much see what needs to change in it. And, and that's only, that only comes, like I could sit in it with an editor and watch an episode of something and say, okay, change this, change that, cut this, put a musical transition in here, lose that scene entirely and just try that. And then you come back and it's not a hundred percent, but you can pretty much guess right. And the reason we can guess right is just simply because we've spent thousands of hours in editorial and it comes, we think in my mind, I forget it. It feels like it comes naturally, but it doesn't. It's a learned skill. Mm. You have to sit in front of and you now we have everybody has the editing software on their phones. You just got to try, make then, try. Iterate. Then there's the weird thing too of like, you know, you just said I remember thinking that this episode wasn't our best and maybe a little too broad. And then you look at it, however many years later, a decade later, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm feeling the same, right? So then there's that weird side of it too, where like you've done the work, you've put it together you say okay this is the best i can make this but i know it's not really the best it, it could have been mm-hmm. but then you go back and you look at it and you say oh no it probably is bet is better than i realized it ever would have been you know like uh maybe well, i would have made it worse trying to make it better mm-hmm. you know i don't know it's a- can, can we give a little bit of credit to our editors too because you know especially some of those uh, you know josh Trisco, who's been editing for us since the original home movie um, Tim Roche, your buddy from Rhode Island, Rhode Island, who we had, you know, auditioned to edit the show and just absolutely crushed it right from the beginning. But those guys, you know, they've also had, you know, their, their, their fingerprints are all over those, um, those musical choices and, uh, and some of the better edits, you know, some of the, some of the ways in which, you know, we can kind of tie things together and, and make it all feel intentional. Um, you know, I, I, I gotta just, you know, I, I mean, I can remember a number of instances in which we came back. Yeah. I mean, often it's like, Hey Josh, we want to try something that feels like this, but then he's got to be the one to actually sift through all that music mm-hmm. and, and try and make it work and edit it, edit the music and, tr- and stick it in the scenes. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, those guys have d- just done such a tr- terrific job. And, and I'll tell you what, I, w- I take that for granted because I sometimes will have to work with other editorial teams and, mm. and post-production right. teams. And you, you realize oh, very quickly, Oh wow. We have some of the best editors and editorial mm-hmm. staff and produce post-production producers in the business. The role of editor yes. is such a huge 
I mean, in a sense, they're directing, they're writing, you know, they're, they're, Mm -hmm. you can completely, and this, like this episode or the, the suburbs ones are like examples of like completely reinventing what the episode is in the editing room. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. The gang dines out, you know, so many different versions of that. So we landed on that sort of like Italian music sort of version of it. And Mm -hmm. there's I mean, you can just drastically change what it is. And yeah, there's a, there's a weird myth about like, uh, I don't know, like an auteur, you know, like one, and without a doubt they, they exist, right? Like a, someone whose influence is so great on all departments that, you know, they're like a black hole sucking everything towards their vision and then out comes this amazing thing. But the reality is like the, so much collaboration involved from the costume department to the, you know, the casting to the the performers to the, you know, the everything, everything. The, certainly the director's on her show and like, uh, uh, what else is there? Craft service? Well, no, I think that's, <laughs> that, that's totally valid is that yeah. the only place an, an auteur actually exists is is if you're paint, painting something or fucking drawing something. And it's just you and the medium. Now, that doesn't mean you don't have people with exceptionally specific points of view that everything gets gets. Yes, you have like the Coen brothers who are writing the movies. But the Coen brothers aren't acting in their movies. They're they're not acting in them. And then they're also, uh, you know, they're being lit by uh, um, the best DPs in the world. Uh, Roger Deakins is a, yes, he's a a legend. He's a living Mm -hmm. legend, you know. know, Teddy photographs. Oh, Teddy photographs. Oh, Teddy photographs. Oh, Teddy photographs is going to make it. The deacon of photography. The deacon is in the house, you know. I know. Just the, it's amazing. They, it's amazing. I, they didn't they take they took stunts, like stunt people out of the Oscars. They took. I mean, they 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 kicked them to off camera. The DPs, the people that are actually capturing the images. The Fuck whole, that. The, the whole awards thing. Well, is, that's a whole different thing. We, we have we have I an mean, episode the, about the, that. We'll get into the that. Academy. Uh, they're atrocious. What's your line <laughs> in the? Uh, what's your line in? Oh uh, man. We we have a whole episode about that. Or yeah. yeah. Boy, I'm going out to lunch with my brain tonight. Yeah, what's going on with your brains? Uh, I had some beer. I was, uh... Yeah, I know. I felt. I felt it. Oh. You felt it. You yeah. felt me a little groggy That's what I'm saying. No, no. I mean, I felt it last night. Or a little puffy. It was the e- it was the et of it all. Around at eight p.m. I Is it Charlie's having little... fun tonight? Yeah, Charlie's kicking back. It's summertime. It's summertime. Yeah, it was. You, you know? playing golf? No. Well, I was, but uh, this week I've been working a bunch. Oh, great. Yeah, uh, writing and mm-hmm. writing a lot of music. Fun. Oh, yeah. can we hear some of it? No, or is this for? A... I'll share. I'll share with you. Okay, and then I'll share with the this public is... when it's more refined. Excellent. Are you going to make an album? You got you cutting an album? Uh, I want to do something, uh, some uh, like a movie with a bunch of music in it. I don't know if I can pull it off, but if you guys weren't oh. doing so many goddamn things, we could collaborate. But you guys are so fucking busy. Well, I mean, we collaborate quite a bit. That's true. We do, and I love it. Yeah. I love every second of it. Um, I do too. I, I like the idea of putting a lot more energy into this podcast. I'm happy that we're here again together, all of us. Yeah. Just oh, reaching God. out and touching everybody's yeah, yeah, knees yeah. here, which I know you yeah. absolutely Are you touching hate. me? Yeah. yeah. I did oh, you feel can't that. feel, since the, since the full body replacement, you can't feel the knees yeah. anymore? Oh my God, you were just touching my hand. I saw yeah. you do it. I can't feel that. Yeah. Can you only feel what goes that's, in and out of the mouth? That's the only thing I'm designed to feel now, yes. Yeah. And it's not your only uh, hole. Yes. <laughs> Are you thirsty? You, know, you gotta be thirsty. Because I've taken so many sips of water. I'm gonna give you a little water. Yeah. You know, I'm not. Lubricate it. <laughs>
You got it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get myself some more coffee while you're watering, Glenn. That's right. You feel refreshed, right? Uh, yeah. That's no, cold. You're right. Gosh, I didn't, I didn't even realize I needed that. Yeah. that. That was good. Thank you. I appreciate that. You got it, buddy. Um, Rob, are you, are you dressed in character right now? Is that because I thought you weren't oh, wow. going to set? Um, it sort of pulls up in there. Huh? Yeah, that's why I, I poured some. Oh, oh joking. <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> you okay, Glenn? He got it. You choked him a little bit. I mean, oh, you couldn't sorry. hear it there, Charlie. <laughs> I didn't mean to choke yeah, you, no, pal. I'm good. Oh, yeah, I'm all right. All right. Uh, no, so Robert, we've, sorry, we've, already, in character we've already covered the way I look. Were you not paying attention? Well, I know, but I, I, but, but you, 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 I, like I, it, man. I don't understand. I'm just mixing it up. I kind of want to shave my head. It's very freeing. Yeah. We're all going to have shaved heads because as soon as I'm done, uh, you know, filming this movie, uh, I won't have to wear this wig anymore and I can, um, I can shave my head. Wow. Um, what else about this episode? Yeah. Glenn, you're the host. Do you have any questions for us? Now, Rob, uh, the inspiration behind your uh, yours and uh, Sweet D's uh, costumes was mm. the Guardian Angels. Curtis Silva. In yes. New York City? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a group started by a man named Curtis Silva, I believe his name was. And mm. the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s in New York City, I believe was a tough time. And I think that... Um, the, the general public was taking matters into their own hands and becoming their own police force. Mm. And uh, the guardian right. angels were that force and they would patrol the, the subways of New York city late at night and just, just, just beat the shit out of people. As far as I, as did far they as beat, I, did they bash people? Did they bash them? Yeah. Yeah. They bashed them up pretty good. I think they were just sort of a threatening force for good from their vantage point. And um, I mm. don't know how effective it was. I do know that uh, being a vigilante has got some, got some issues just in its nature it's kind of yeah we celebrate them batman you know uh, i mean i yeah. guess you could say all superheroes are vigilantes to some reckless extent, right? these superheroes yeah. really you yeah. know now charlie talk to us about your serpico impersonation your uh your your al pacino impersonation that, that was that a was that a very influential movie on you did you, uh, no. you better, like did, are you a big pacino fan and yeah general? sure who doesn't love pacino um no i think that was just more of a goof you know we were like uh we were like all right what a you know probably breaking the story and being like, okay, we have the cop car. What are people doing? And I, I don't even know how we came up with that. It was like, okay, now you're just turning into Serpico. I just thought it was I like, I think that was something that you just, I, I think that was something you wanted to do. Yeah. You know I think I, mean? I just found like, it amusing. He's going to go on like the, the, the ponchos and the big hats and, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like, and like the, just like the, <laughs> yeah, the choice of the poncho really, I think has so much to do with it. And just being like, yeah, sort right. of like what, what's, What's the opposite of dressing like a cop? You know what I mean? Yeah. How far in that direction yeah. can we go? And it's the like a poncho and a giant justice. beard. And- like I probably had recently seen it within a year or two of writing that episode. And I was like, yeah, what yeah. if he's just doing a Serpico thing? And then I get to do a weird. It's always fun to like be doing the impression and then having to drop it. You know, like uh, you're like, oh, I'm walking. And you're like, now you're doing Christopher walking. And you're like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm walking. I'm walking away. You know, just those little things like. But yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't remember. I, I don't think it would have worked as well if you had not, as the character, verbalized the fact that you wanted to do a Serpico type thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. To me, that's what makes it funny. Is that your character? It's your character being like, "Oh, I can do a Serpico type thing," 
and then your character going and getting the costume and the fake beard. Yeah, we'd already and, sort of uh, established and, that like my guy at that point early on was like taking shit too far. We're all taking it too far. And I take it even like further into the extremes, right? And that's sort of the joke of that mm-hmm. character. And then so uh yeah, I guess it was just like he wants to do an Al Pacino impression. And then I don't know. Then, he, I, then it's like the writing out, taking the, the spin doctor's mix and <laughs> for the mayor. Hey, how about my jump in that freeze frame at the end? Man, I, I remember loving it at the time body. and I loved it again last night. You got so high. I, how'd I fucking do you that? You got some. You got Holy ups. shit, man. I can't I do that anymore, that too. man. There's no way. I think it was the tucking of the knees. I feel like I did. Yes. I think you can get that high again. No, nah, man. I feel like here's what I think maybe happened. I did one and you said, one of you guys said, hey, try tucking your knees up and it'll make you look like you're even higher. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a good pose, man. The knees, the arms. That's like- great. I'm going to say that it's the I, it's the magic, the magic of photography and a still frame in the middle and at the, at the peak of flight. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm going to suggest yeah. that you can still get up there. And I think we, we should take I a camera out explode. to the parking lot. I think he could do it too. Oh, yeah, I think he could do it. He but could I stretch think out a little bit. explode upon landing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to break like glass. Uh, I, I think yeah. I could get in the air, but that was some height, man. That's a... Okay, here's what I'd like to propose to end this episode. I'd like to propose Charlie and mm-hmm. I going outside. Um, Glenn, you also can join us, of course. And we're going to sure. uh, take the, the, I'm going to take a, a video of you. And, uh, and I'm going to have you jump into the air. We're going to freeze frame it. And at the very end of this episode, it's going to go, dun, 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 and you're going to be just as fucking high as you were in 2007. Better warm up, pal. Wow. Better warm up. Oh, shit, I wish I wore more athletic All shoes. Right, let's, let's go. Let's do it. 